0: We know that people used one or more of these qualities to help them make their decisions, and we want to learn from them. Now, sit back, listen, and be inspired by these stories, and then do
1: something to recharge your life. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. It's Kelly. We're so honored to have Jeff Breskin as our very special guest. As the VP of Risk Management Claims and Loss Control at Epic Insurance, Jeff works as an advocate and extension of the client's management team by helping with compliance issues, including state and federal OSHA guidelines. With over 30 years of experience in claims management, risk control, and safety, he's worked with all management levels, including large, multi-state, and national Fortune 500 companies. He's implemented various programs, including return to work, alternative light duty, and injury and illness prevention programs. Jeff also has experience conducting seminars and has been involved with OSHA safety compliance training in both English and Spanish, medical clinic assessments with a broad claims management expertise regarding claims negotiation and reserving. Jeff has also worked with state OSHA officials to appeal, reduce, and mitigate potential citations and fines. He brings a variety of industry experience in the specialty ground that cov- that includes industries such as manufacturing healthcare, hotel, restaurant, entertainment, retail, and construction. He's also been recognized by risk and insurance as power broker of the year in 2017, 2018, and 2020. I've also had the great pleasure of working with him and he is um, invaluable from a uh, work comp safety standpoint. He's, he's also just a great person. So Jeff, we always like to start our podcast by asking what show, podcast, book, or blog do you go to when you want to push yourself and expand your thinking?
2: Well, thank you, uh, Kelly and Kerry, first and foremost. Um, absolutely. Yeah, you know, being in the insurance brokerage world and living in this, uh, in this avenue of uh, daily information, you know, I usually go to, to Workers' Comp Central. Uh, risk and Insurance is another platform uh, of, uh, of information that I try to gather on a, on a uh, you know, monthly, weekly basis. And uh, again, tying into the, the legislation, of workers' comp, uh, you know, within the workers' comp appeals board, uh, and talking with judges, uh, attorneys on both sides, applicant and defense, uh, to gain my knowledge on a, on a daily basis.
0: Hi, Jeff. It's Carrie. Thank you for joining us. We're really excited. Um, I don't think I'm going to ask you like a lot of details on workers' comp and what those uh, legal briefs you're reading, <laughs> uh, but because we. Uh, but however, Jeff, uh, I think I might know what you say on this one because we always talk before the podcast what are some of the things that you would like kind of everyone to know that you've seen some of the themes you've been seeing um in all the the workers comp and safety and everything you've been reviewing and how that kind of pushes your mind what's kind of a couple bits of knowledge wow. that you want like people to know
2: yeah yeah hmm. absolutely um this last year and a half since uh covid came on uh to the uh the platform and exposure of the united states and especially here in California, where I oversee my workers' comp clients' programs, safety, and health. Uh, This has been the most challenging uh, year, last two years, 2020 and 2021, for me, um, being in this business for 35 years at a high level and advocating for my clients and being an extension of my clients' risk management and human resources teams. Um, This COVID-19 has had a lot of moving parts. Uh, We've had executive orders put in place by Governor Newsom here, uh, Senate Bill One One Five Nine. We've had Cal OSHA, the county departments, now regulating the CDC. Uh, you know, news flashes come down the pike, making sure that our client's safety and health, you know, on a daily basis has been um, to to you know the, the highest standards. Um, and again, working with the workers' comp carriers, um, you know, there was unfortunate. Uh, a lot of employers had to lay off people because mm-hmm. of, of the COVID and and the unknown. And as a result, I think the biggest challenges for for clients here in California, what I saw in, in, in communicating, you know, as, as an industry leader here, is we saw a lot of post-termination claims. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks that were, you know, should have gone out and filed for unemployment right from the onset. And instead, they ran right to an applicant's attorney, filed for state disability, EDD, and filed their erroneous workers' compensation claims, mm-hmm. including multiple body parts for post-termination. So uh, that's what was a big challenge that we're now you know, facing still uh, today. Uh, a lot of these claims are now coming to, to a head, um, either settlements, uh, resolutions, uh, especially now as we get into the last quarter where these applicants, you know, they, they want their holiday money, as I call it. So mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's Christmas in, in September, October, and I start to tee up with the carriers and the defense attorneys, hey, it's time to mitigate and, and close these files out.
0: Wow. So, Jeff, I was just thinking when we asked people what has pushed your thinking because you're in the in this industry. COVID just alone, like you have no time to do anything else because everything you do is like COVID related. What's going on now? What's the new? We have masks. We don't have masks. We're back to masks. That would be California and LA. Um, so, Jeff, we we did discuss before the podcast that you've seen more lawsuits in the past 36 months than you've seen in your 35 years, like it's so much. And so if you had advice to employers for these lawsuits and, and what's coming and why, what would you tell them to do? What's oh like my the God. Top three yeah. things? Yeah, yeah. I, I think first and
2: foremost is, you know, let's, you know, it starts with ownership. It starts with communication um, within your human resources department. And your leads and your supervisors. I think documentation, documentation, documentation. Mm-hmm. That yep. that is the the, the critical um, a part of, of any type of risk management program. Uh, first and foremost, having an employee handbook that's really you know strong. Uh, making sure those employees understand it and sign off on it. Uh, it. You know, making sure that you're in compliance with all your safety you know training. Um, so that in the event if 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 a, a, a large catastrophic loss does come down, that that person's been trained on that machine. Um, right or an exposure there, you know, um, so that you don't get hit um, largely, you know, from, from Cal OSHA we get a non-emission clause, a non-emission fault clause, um, which can reduce and mitigate an exposure to, to OSHA or a serious of willful under workers' comp in that arena. You have wrongful termination, discrimination, 132 A's uh, in the workers' comp. And then you bridge into the into the employment, as I call the, 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 the Bermuda Triangle of workers' comp. Um, I have now the last probably five years of my career I have worked more in, on the labor side and workers' comp than I ever have before. Mm. Uh, EPLI, discrimination, uh, PAGA, wage an hour with disgruntled employees who file uh, a, a workers' comp claim. And now you've got both claims. Yeah. So, you know, what do you do outside the box? You know, making sure that your clients have the right policies in place, making sure they've got the right policy limits in place, making sure you've got the documentation in, in order to mitigate and, and, and take a case, you know, if you need to, to trial. Uh, whether it's on the workers' comp side or in the civil arena where you have potential punitive damages, right? Uh, where, where amongst our peers and the jury are going to award those damages. So um, there's a lot of moving parts. But um, again, this is where I advocate at a very high level for my clients.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Jeff. I really appreciate that um, because people need to sometimes maybe they don't think about it as much or they're like, eh, it won't happen to me. And we don't want it to happen to you, but be prepared, get your documentation, get ready, talk to someone like Jeff who can quote numbers like SB135. I just made that up. But you actually (laughs) know the real ones, Jeff. You know the real ones. Um, So thank you for that. Now that uh, perhaps we've scared people, uh, like, oh, my God, am I going to get sued? You might. Call Jeff. Um, But now I want to get personal, Jeff. All right. Ready, Jeff?
2: Absolutely. Bring it on. Bring it on.
0: Good. What is the decision you made that changed the trajectory of your life? And what are some of those charge qualities that you use to help you make that decision?
2: Wow. What changed my life? You know, you have to look at it from a personal and, and a, and a, and a um, you know, professional standpoint for me. I think both of them go parallel um, in many ways um you know i think it starts it started back in in college you know um being involved as a you know founding father of of sigma alpha mu at at cal state northridge um having those relationships building you know trust uh not only with my fraternity brothers but in my professional career uh, as i've gone through um you know working with with high-end cfos ceos hr professionals Uh, i think that goes a long way in 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 my career you know being that trusted advisor um, you know, because there are a lot of brokers out there, there are a lot of folks that do what I do, um from a claim standpoint. But when you when you advocate and your clients trust you and and at the end of the day, I think my my strongest attribute has always been, even as a small child, has been my 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 people skills, you know, and and being there, you know, to always, you know, to 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 adhere to to always help people. And I think that has made me truly special in what I do today um, you know, in working with, when I was an examiner starting out in this career, um, helping people who got hurt, you know, making sure they got their disability payments, making sure they got their settlements, you know, and the right amounts that were, that were owed to them. Um, you know, working with attorneys, working with doctors, you know, now working on a high level with, with clients, uh, you know, and, 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 and attorneys and, 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 uh, you know, this is, um, this is what I really love. And, and, and my clients see that people that they are around me in my 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 personal, you know, life, um, you know, you know, I've always enjoyed being around me because um again, I I I do wear my emotions on my sleeve, but I'm a straight shooter and you get you get what you see with a Jeff Breskin every day.
0: <laughs> so Jeff, was there a specific thing that maybe changed your life? Like you were like you mentioned college and 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 being one of the founding fathers. Did that change or do you feel like I've really been on this trajectory and I haven't had, you know, I've been so you're so passionate about it. It's so obvious and you're so kind of focused on it, but what is either what made you choose this kind of profession or was there some kind of big aha moment that you're like, this is exactly why I'm going to do this.
2: Yeah. That's a great question. You know, I think most people in the insurance business, they, they get into it by uh, by default mistake. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And, and, you know, you go into it, you know, three years, five years, yeah, okay, you know, and, 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 you know, the money's not bad. And, but then, you know, it, it gets to the point where you, I always looked at myself and challenged myself, whether I was running fraud, you know, for an insurance company or as an examiner at an insurance company, broker side, handling the big accounts like a Mattel, a Disney, a Dole, uh, Hilton Corporation, traveling all over the country. I, every day I would look at myself in the mirror and I would say a couple things. Jeff, you know, first and foremost, you're only as good as you are today. Right. What happened yesterday doesn't matter. And, you know, that has allowed me to, to be, you know, at, at, at my A game. I always say, Jeff, come in with your A game every day. Right. Advocate. Bring something new. Look at something differently. Uh, educate yourself, um, you know, and, and bring that that differentiator. Be that degree of separation, um, you know, from your competitors. And, and And this is why my clients have been with me for 20 and 25 years. I I look at them not as clients, but I look at them as family, right? My paychecks at the end of the day, you know, they do come from, from Epic, but honestly, my, my paychecks have every symbol, every logo of my clients every day. And that's, that's truly the way I look at at my professional career. And that's, you know, that's been my, my, my go-to moment. It's, it's when, when, when things get really, I'll give you an example I may have a client, you know, this afternoon, God forbid, that has a catastrophic loss, right? Death, you know, fatality. That's the worst type of claim you could have. So what is what, what do I do? You know, I, I, I go into my Superman mode, as I call it, right? And I go from Clark Kent to, to Superman. And it's like, I'm there in front of the client. I'm, I'm in my car. I'm racing out to meet the client. I'm going through an accident investigation. I'm dealing with Cal I'm dealing with the workers comp carrier. Right. If, if uh, you know, if we need to make sure that we're, we're consoling with the family uh, or if somebody gets or is involved in a catastrophic loss, that is at a hospital. Right. We get a nurse case manager or, or having my relationships where somebody may have gotten burned very badly. And I have those relationships at the, at the, at the uh, Sherman Oaks uh, uh, Grossman Burn Center and knowing those doctors so that we can get the best treatment for that individual and saving somebody's life. That's where I really excel and I love it, you know. I challenge myself every day to be the best that I can be.
0: I so Jeff, because I I love what you said about a lot of people go into insurance cuz maybe by default and then you're like, well, shoot, the money's kind of good and I like, you know, numbers and cool. But I feel like you were destined for it, Jeff. You're the most passionate like workers comp safety insurance person I think I've ever met. And so I need to know more, Jeff. So take me back to uh, Jeff as a kid. <laughs> and where, like, did you have this hyper focus on? Like, I want to help people. Like, where did this come from? Because mm. just, mm. I, I need to know, Jeff, because you're so focused on it and you're so passionate. So where did this come from?
2: I think. I think again, it, it starts with the, the strong work ethic of, of my mother and father. You know, uh-huh. my mother. My mother was an, an immigrant coming from from uh, Tangiers, French Morocco. Uh, came here as a little girl um, at eight years old with a sister and leaving her family behind, uh, and 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 then you know just the work ethic. You know, uh, my mom and dad met in beauty school, uh, hairdressing, uh, became hairdressers. Um, I watched them work six days a week, you know, to support their family and, and mm-hmm. being on their feet and 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 you know working long hours to to take care of their family. And and one thing that my parents always instilled in me is, you know what, you know, you want something, go earn it work hard for it. You'll get it. Right. And don't let anybody ever tell you, you can't get there, you know? um, And, you know, even as a young child, you know, growing up in sports, you know, um, passion for, for baseball, you know, team, uh, I think that's where my team, um, you know, uh, values came into play, you know, and I've been very strong with that wherever I've been um, because there's no I in team, right. Everybody's got to be pulling on that same rope in order to win, whether it's, you know, at a little league you know, level or high school level, uh, even at the brokerage level, you know, if, if you're going to you, as a team, you got to you got to be able to retain and, and write new business. Right. Well, how do you do that? You know, you've you got to work as a team. And, and, I, and I have a beautiful, strong team that I work with every day that, that allows me to do what I do at a high level. Right. But yeah. I think, again, it starts with my, my parents' work ethics. Um, I remember as a small child going to their hair salons and sweeping the floors and taking rollers out of ladies' hairs and and, and sweeping, you know, and, and taking the cigarette ashes out and bringing ladies' coffee. And I would walk out of there on a Saturday, which was always my parents' busiest day, and I'd walk out of there with, you know, $10 in change, you know, or a dollar bill that somebody would give me. You know, I, I took a lot of pinches on the cheeks and a lot of kisses to get those those, those uh, <laughs> 10 bucks put together. But, you know, I, I loved it. I loved it. And it, it's made me who I am today. I, I value you know, my, my career, I, 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 value every dollar I make. Um, and, and I'm a giver. Um, I think that for me, it's, it, it comes around tenfold, you know? Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, that's, that's been my, my, my go-to. I
0: like, I like the image of you, Jeff, uh, emptying the cigarettes. Cause that's some old school stuff. That's a cigarette out <laughs> Cause they probably oh have. Right? Oh my God. Oh my God. They had the ashtrays connected to the chair back in the day. Oh,
2: yes, yes, yes. The cigarettes. And how about the aerosol sprays? Oh. You know, the the hairnet, you know, and I, I would walk out of there as a kid at the end of the day driving home and my lungs, I'm going, and thank God I didn't smoke in my, in my life. And I, I'll tell you, the secondhand, you know, crap that I probably took in as a young child. But, you uh, know, it, it really makes you appreciate. And, and listen, my you know, my mom and dad had a hair salon right by CBS Studios off of Fairfax, I met some wonderful, you know, movie stars as a small child: Lucille Ball, Doris Day, Dinah wow. Shore, Carol Burnett. Uh, you know, and, and and these were people I grew up watching their shows, and, mm-hmm. and to actually meet them in person, um, you know, that 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 I will never forget.
0: Oh, um, what a what a wonderful story! And now, Jeff, the fact that you didn't blow up with all the smoke and aerosol and chemicals, no <laughs> wonder you went into health and safety as a child. <laughs> You were imprinted. You were imprinted. You're like this. This is dangerous. I can.
2: Yeah, I mean, for all I know, I think that's why I probably glow in the dark today. But that's okay.
0: <laughs> you could have blown up Lucille Ball and Carol Burnett. Like they could have been gone. I'm telling
2: you. I'm telling you.
0: <laughs> so what? Um, before we get to advice, I still have some questions for you, Jeff. What? Like, so what, so I get this work ethic and I love seeing you empty ashtrays and Lucille Ball. I'm just going to pretend Lucille Ball pinched your cheek. Um, so maybe she didn't, but I don't care. Uh, what did you major in in college then? Because coming from parents who, I mean, you weren't in the insurance biz, they weren't in the insurance biz. How did you kind of find then this passion in insurance? Because I, I'm not sure you had mentors telling you about it. Well, you know,
2: it, it's funny, but my parents didn't didn't uh, they? They didn't, never went to, to to college, you know, and so yeah. I, I thought education was very important. You know, I I was working at Universal Studios, you know, um, in the food service management department there uh, for six years while I was going to college. Um, put my way through school, you know, um, again working thirty two to forty hours a week. Um, again, meeting tremendous celebrities, you know, because I used to do all the meat and and, and, and fruit platters, um, you know, for the artists at at, at, at the Universal Amphitheater. And, um, but again, you know, it, it was one of those things in management. I, I love to train. I love to mentor. I love to educate. Um, and so, you know, being in the food service supervisor management role there at universal gave me that opportunity. I, I then, you know, decided, you know what, I'm going to go into, the marketing and management, you know, at, at, at the Cal state Northridge. Um, I always wanted to work. I love sports. I still love sports today. Um, and, uh, you know, it was one of those things that I I wanted to uh, possibly work for a sports franchise team. Right. The Mm -hmm. Dodgers have been my ultimate team um, growing up as a kid, but I realized, you know, there were, those jobs were, 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 you know, um, slim and in between, right. It was very Mm -hmm. difficult unless you knew somebody. So, you know, it it was one of those things that, you know, again, going through um, you know, school and, and being able to then, you know, interview um, and, and I had an opportunity to, to, to read about what a claims examiner was. And I said, you know, this is interesting. You're dealing with doctors, you're dealing with attorneys, you're dealing with settlements, uh, medical management, litigation management. Um, there's just so much going on. And I, and I, I, you know, I interviewed at Liberty Mutual, which was a, tr- a great company, great training foundation. They sent me to Chicago in January of
0: 1987.
2: Oh, how fun. I came off the plane in the dead of winter at O'Hara Airport, five below zero. And here's a California boy that probably didn't, you know, I mean, I brought a warm jacket, but it was like, I froze, but I, 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 just, um, I flourished, you know, in training and I came back to LA and they asked me what kind of frontline desk do you want to go on? I said, workers comp. And, and I said, okay, you know, this is it, this is it. And I, I just, I've loved it from the moment go.
0: Wow. I, uh, as a, uh, Chicagoan, uh, sorry about that. It's probably <laughs> the first time you could, you could go. And I do often wonder about people who are, probably, you know, in California, you know, starting around the age of five and don't know any better. And they think, I've seen a Christmas movie. They're wearing a light jacket and it's snowing. It's because that's fake snow in California. And so I feel for you because you go to Chicago thinking, how bad could it be? And then the shock and, and yeah, sorry.
2: Because I I remember staying at the Hilton right off of uh, Lake Michigan there. Oh yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, and when the winds blow, I mean, it just feels like it's 20 degrees colder.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. As please tell me, you weren't wearing flip flops though.
2: No flip flops. No, okay. I, I, I did bring some thermal socks. Okay, so, good. Good, yeah. good, good,
0: good. That's good. That's good.
2: Um,
0: <laughs> I, I, what you have such, I, I love that you found this passion that you thought, no, this is good. The, the workers comp is really, it speaks to me. And you so jump into everything. You were jumping into everything when you were a kid and you were, you know, helping your parents and you jumped into universal. And so that's such a theme for you. And I think, how do you, what's your advice for others? Because part of it, Jeff is so natural for you. I can just feel it yeah, kind of yeah. losing for me. Right. And so you're probably like, well, just do it because for you, it's so easy what kind of advice do you have for other people to help them when they're making decisions in their life? And what do you rely on?
2: Well, you know, again, you start to see the delta of where, where the, the profession is going in the insurance brokerage world. And there are a lot of folks, you know, I'm going to be 59 in August, been in this business for 35 years now. Um, and, you know, it excites me when I see, you know, when I see, you know, younger, you know, folks coming into this um, hungry and energetic, you know, and, and, and those are people that I like to reach out, you know, and, and give them a little mentoring because I wish somebody had done more of that with me because mm-hmm. I had to, I had to, you know, fend for myself. Um, I, I'm not seeing, I'm not seeing the, the younger generations now getting into the insurance world, you know, mm. and that scares me a little bit because you're going to see a flux of, of folks in, in my age bracket Starting to retire here over the next ten to fifteen years, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and there's got to be there's got to be a new generation of of risk management of of claims professionals of safety and health, you know, that they've got that passion that want to take on the torch and 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 move on, you know, and and that's what I'm I'm looking at, you know, as I'm now approaching, you know, oh, you know, the 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 down you know the the home stretch of my career is, you know. Me being able to now get that person, you know, to at some point to, to, to educate them, bring them on and, and teach them everything that I've got, right. That, that I can hand that baton to, um, you know, to eventually, you know, maybe even take on, take my role, you know, um, at when I, when I do retire, but you know, again, it, it's one of those things that, um, you know, uh, there's, there's a, there's a handful of universities throughout the country right now. I believe Florida university, Cal state Northridge, um, I believe Cal State Fullerton, there's a few that really specialize now in, in risk management and insurance, you know. That's and um, you know, again, I, I think um there there has to be more of that. Um folks coming out, you know, in, in the insurance world. I think more carriers have to start looking at putting the training foundations together like they used to do back in the 70s and eighties. Um, and giving these people that don't have a college education, possibly, an opportunity to become a claims examiner, you know, and 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 you know, taking their careers in that in that realm. Um, you know, and so that's what I would like to see over the next, you know, few years. Mm.
0: So Jeff, if you, so say you find uh, a kiddo who's excited about risk management, graduated, and then they want you to be their mentor. What are the top two pieces of advice that you would get, not just insurance, but just working and, um, being successful yeah. and you know, career yeah. that you've had? what's, what's your top advice?
2: You know, I, I think, look, in this business, you're going to have your ups and downs every day, right? right. Um, you really are. You know, you're going to be sitting on top of a mountain one day and then you're going to get cut down at the knees, um, you know, um, just based on, on uh, you know, as I, I as I tell, you know, and people see me, I'm putting out fires daily, daily. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like, you know what, I'm putting out fires with a squirt gun. You know, I don't have that hose, right? So, um, but I think it's it's how you, it's how you manage um, expectations of of not only your team members, your clients, right? Um, I think first and foremost, you know, um, again, everybody's involved in emails, right? And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a big believer. Pick up the phone, people. Pick up the phone and call, whether it's a carrier, uh, an underwriter, uh, a, a loss control person, uh, you know, your client, you know, because it, that's 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 what that's what it's all about communication. You know, because in emails, you could send seven, eight emails on one t- line item and it, it gets distorted, right. you know, and all of a sudden that's where the problems arise. So it's like, you know, let's get on a conference call. Let's get on a Zoom call. Let's let's have that communication where everybody yeah. knows exactly what they have to do. And I, I think, um, you know, that's that's probably what what I, I like to bring to the table every day, you know, yeah. and because uh, uh, this way, you know, things are going to get done. You're gonna move. You're gonna move the needle to, to, yeah. to being completed.
0: What, Jeff? So you talked about the importance of just. I love that. Just kind of just stop with twenty emails and and let's just talk it out. And you are a relationship person, so let's talk it out. Let's figure it out. But you also talked about I think the importance of resilience because you're like, hey, I get start off the day great it ends, you know, horrible. There's like you said, it could be the worst one, which is a death or or a claim like that. How do you? How do you maintain your resilience in, in a job that really does have extreme highs and lows? How oh, do you? Wow.
2: wow. I, I think for me, um, <laughs> it, it, you know, I think either it's either fight or, fight or flight, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I've had in my entire life. It's either fight or flight. And, um, you know, even in my, in my uh, personal life, you know, I've had some issues that, that, you know, I don't look at myself and say, why me? You know, why did this happen to me? I say, you know what, bring it on. Let's we're going to get over it. I'm going to I'm going to fix this. We're going to move on, you know, and and I'm going to be better for it. And, um, you know, my adrenaline, I don't know what it is, but it's like that Superman again, you know, Um, and I I have that adrenaline that just kicks in, you know, and I can go from from zero to 60 to 250 miles an hour real quick.
0: Yeah, I I think and I know that. Uh, Kelly and I have talked with this, and, and you you said something that's really key. When you're in that middle of uh, a problem, instead of saying, why me? Because that takes you down a road that rarely is helpful because you just spend too much time focused on it, and it's a never-ending rabbit hole. What is the action we can take? So I know Kelly and I will often maybe five minutes of, what the hell? Why? Um, and then it's like, okay, well, what action are we going to take? And I certainly know you and Kel talk a lot on the phone and take a lot on that, a- uh, take a lot of action on um, to fix things because you're both so passionate about uh, helping people and doing right. the right thing. And so I'm wondering, Kelly, what other bits of advice? I feel like Jeff has been the whole podcast has just been advice from Jeff and I love it. And so I'm wondering what has resonated with you, Cal.
1: Well, I think too for someone who, doesn't have as much experience, nearly as much as Jeff. It's really about asking questions and feeling comfortable enough to ask. I've, I've called, texted at random times of the day and evening, by the way. Um, and Jeff always makes it a really comfortable situation because he understands that not everyone speaks the language of insurance, which is already its own language. But then you add mod safety lingo, you add money and it gets overwhelming very quickly um, for employers and, um, and for those who are trying to support them, like you and I carry an HR, um, Jeff on the work Home side. So having someone like him that you can go to and not be afraid to ask the question. Um, and if you have a broker or someone, anyone in your life for that matter, who, when you ask a question, you're a little bit afraid of, mm, how are they going to answer? Or you don't really trust them. You need to be looking elsewhere because there is a better option out there. So, I I love everything you said, Jeff, and I know I have learned so much personally from you in the short time that we've known and and worked together, um, on a few things. And every day I walk, you know, every time I ever, every conversation I have with you, I walk away feeling even more, um, knowledgeable than before, certainly, but also I know that much more that I can then share with my clients when we're talking and having conversations. So, um, on a, on a, and going back to the hair salon now, first of all, I never knew that there were um, cigarette uh, ashtrays that were <laughs> attached to a chair. So oh, that's yeah. incredible. Um, but was there a favorite celebrity? Was there someone that really stuck out in your mind as being oh memorable to you?
2: Um, yeah, I, I really have to, you know, it was one of those situations where um, uh, I, I remember like it was yesterday, um, Carol Burnett. She must have come over from CVS. Um, she was not a client of my mom's or my dad's, but she came in and she needed to get her hair done on a Saturday um, for an event. And she happened to be right down there on Beverly Boulevard where my parents, you know, salon was and And I was sitting at the front and all of a sudden I looked and I'm going, oh, my God, because I used to love watching the Carol Burnett show as a kid. Mm hmm. So, um, she walked in and of course my mother and father greeted her and, you know, took her in, uh, immediately. Um, <laughs> and, um, you know, and I was just antsy, you know, I was antsy to talk to her or just meet her. And my mom looked at me and says, Jeffrey, you know, uh, like yesterday, you know, just, just hang tight when, when we're done, you know, we'll, I'll make sure you get a chance to say hello to her. And so finally, after my parents were done, you know, with her after a couple hours, cause it's a, you know, it's almost like a you know, three, three hour event, you know, when you're getting a mm-hmm. tint or a color, you know, and a cut or whatever you're going to do. And so, um, as she's going to pay, I, I looked at her and I said, Miss Burnett, and she looked at me and she goes, um, so my mom, is this your son? And she goes, yeah, this is Jeffrey. She goes, you call me Carol. And, and I, and I, I looked at her, and I go, can I give you, can I give you a hug? Cause you are my favorite. Oh. And she let me give her the biggest hug and squeeze. And then I looked at her and I said, would you do your Tarzan call for me? <laughs> and right there in the middle of the salon, she's belted out the largest Tarzan call. I mean, I will never forget. And it, gave, it gives me goosebumps even thinking about oh. it today, you know, um, because what a class act, what a, what a wonderful, you know, um, celebrity and, and comic. And um, yeah, it, it was just a wonderful opportunity.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that. And, and thank you for sharing your story. Um, again, just someone who's so knowledgeable um, and really seeks to do good at every every turn. Every conversation um, seeks to educate, inspire, motivate people to do the right thing. Ultimately, people are going to make the decisions they're going to make. But I love that you're so um, accommodating and willing to help, no matter what the situation is. That you get in the car when there's a tragic event that happens, and you're right there to help make sense of um, a, a very difficult time. So, uh, again, such a pleasure um, talking with you. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, the humor that you bring obviously to conversations too is not to be missed. And I would say if there's anyone who's ever interested in either learning more about workers comp and safety, or, you know, possibly just looking to educate yourself more on just the profession, um, please feel free to reach out to Jeff Breskin at LinkedIn. We'll include his contact information in the show notes as we always do. Um, again, Jeff, thank you so much for sharing your story with us. And uh, we so appreciate you.
2: No, thank you, both of you guys. Um, it's been a, a privilege and an honor, actually, to work with, with both of you. And you guys are such a breath of fresh air from an HR perspective. And, and uh, you know, love working with you guys. And and thank you again. Uh, you guys both made my day.
1: Yay. Mutual admiration, Club. Thank you, Jeff.
2: Thank you. Have a great day.
1: Thank you for listening to the Recharge Your Life podcast. Please sign up for our newsletter at abracigroup.com and follow us on social media. You can find us on LinkedIn at Abracci Group, Instagram at Warriors of HR, and Twitter at Warriors underscore HR. Remember to subscribe to our podcast, leave a review, and please tell a friend. And be sure to drop us a note on how you are recharging your life. We can't wait to hear from you.